I just thank you so much for allowing Jerome to take out the time of his day to be on this podcast with me. I just pray, Lord, that you just anoint the both of our voices, God. And I pray, Lord, that you just take over. I pray, Lord, that you hear the hearts of everybody that's going to be coming on here and just help us to minister to them the way that it needs to be ministered. I pray, God, that they take this podcast with them for the rest of their lives and even share it with others who may need it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Boom, shakalaka laka. All right. Isn't it? I really cannot see anybody. Um yeah, they're yeah. yeah. If y'all are here, let us know who y'all are. And or you ain't gotta let us know, just give me a nickname and I'll guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we can yeah. um like I said, we can go ahead and get started if you want to. So like Okay. All right, y'all. So this is real, raw, and relatable, where it gets juicy. And my name is Destiny, and I have an amazing guest named Jerome Hill. Jerome, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Hey, everybody. I'm Jerome. Uh, I'm from. Uh, do I get like a, this is like the bio section right here? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm from um, Antioch, Tennessee, aka Nashville. Um, born and raised. Been living here my whole life. Uh, and basically uh, went to NF High School, graduated uh, from there in 11. Then I went to uh, college, graduated from MTSU, went to a bunch of colleges. That's a side note. Um, and now um, I graduated economics and minor in marketing. He did a little bit of marketing here and there. Um, now I am in teaching. Um, mm-hmm. And so I teach uh, minorities mostly minorities uh, at a school called KIPP in East Nashville. So doing that, also um, a lot of people know me as a Christian DJ. So uh, a lot of people go by the name, the nickname of DJ Rome, uh, which a lot of you guys know me as. So uh, try to mention that every now and then. But uh, yeah, so that's pretty much about me. Uh, I got saved uh, at six. (laughs) No. Yeah, I got saved at six in Atlanta. Uh, I got rededicated in high school, and um, I've been uh, trying to follow Jesus pretty much since since I was in high school. Um, and so, obviously, it's been a journey. Yeah, well, I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Yes, everybody, like he is an amazing DJ. Anytime I need some music, I'm like Jerome, hook me up. He's like, what you need is DJ R and B. You need some Christian. What you need? <laughs> oh yeah, I forget. I forget that I sent you a couple playlists. Yeah, that's right. Oh, uh, yeah. you, 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 uh, you, you, you still volunteer with the youth too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they use a playlist that I created as well too. See, lit. So, yes. Yeah, so if y'all need yeah. any type of music, whether it's R and B, hip hop, Christian, Jerome, got you. Yo. Praise yeah. and worship. Yes. Low yes. key praise and worship. Low key people don't know that, but yeah. Ooh, everything, everything. <laughs> but so today we are talking about unequally yoked relationships and yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you start. Guess guess wrong. What do you think about it? Like what are your thoughts about it? Well, unequally yoked relationships for me is basically um first I don't I, I always like to break down what a yoke is and kind of. It's kind of. I'm sorry. It's kind of hard to hear you a little bit. You kind of sound hard. Okay, I'm gonna have to like 
Sorry, I'm trying to wear my, my be cool Bluetooth headphones, but <laughs> that ain't working out. Um, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. I'm about to like yell. Uh, so basically, I like to break down what being unequally yoked means. Um, so what I gather and what I've learned over the years, ooh, excuse me, unequally yoked means that, um, so like when you have, I think it's two calves or cows, I want to say that cows or bulls, bulls, and somebody correct me on this, but two bulls, uh, sometimes when, um, they have bulls, they have these things, these metal things around their necks called yokes. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, uh, the bulls, I guess they would do some type of work in the field, uh, back during Bible times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so they're going together. And so they have these yokes that will keep them together and keep them connected. They were like metal yokes. So basically like, like chains or like these like things around their necks. If I could show a picture of it, if I could post a picture, I can't see pictures on this discussion, but if you go and look up what a yoke is, you'll see what a yoke is. It's not an egg um, yoke. It's uh, it's a metal thing that keeps the bulls going together. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why a guy is unequal yoke is because sometimes from what I've learned is that uh, two, two of the bulls will, if one of the bull, if the bulls aren't going at the same pace and one bull is pulling the other, mm-hmm. then basically they go in a circle. Mm-hmm. Now, typically what they should be doing is we should be going in the same direction and doing the same work. And I think somewhat plowing the land. I don't know if they plow the land. I don't know that. But uh, I'll just basically for the sake of conversation, they try to go in the same direction. Um, and if one is is if one is going really fast and stronger than the other, then basically they're going a circle. Uh, and so that's basically what happened. But if they are equally as strong and they are equally uh, holding their weight and, and walking together, then that is the term of being equally yoked, meaning mm-hmm. that they're going in the same direction, doing what they're supposed to do. Um, another analogy is, I guess I could think of, um, you could think of, maybe two drivers riding side by side and mm-hmm. one wants to go faster than the other and the other trying to keep up or like a race, like somebody walking together and one is stronger than the other and the mm-hmm. other wants to go faster and the other wants to take off and the other decides to stay back. Then you could consider that an unequally uh, yoke. Uh, you can consider that as one, but mm-hmm. basically that's kind of um, to, to, to bring that point back to the Bible it's when you're in a relationship and let's say you are uh and it could be two christians you are in a relationship say for instance you're dating or you're just in a relationship in general uh, whether it's dating marriage friendships or uh it could be engagement or whatever uh if you're in any type of relationship and you guys are trying to walk together and one of you is stronger than the other mm-hmm. that is spiritually or you love Jesus um, a lot and, you know, you go to church, you serve, uh, you read your Bible, uh, you do all these things for the Lord. And the other person is kind of like, eh, I really don't really want to go to church. I don't mm-hmm. really want to read my Bible every day. I don't have a desire or ah, I really don't like to pray or say, you know, 
that could be debatable, but I don't really like to listen to Christian music, but the other person really does. And the other person mm-hmm. is really trying to live a pure walk, meaning they are, if they are, they are, if they aren't married, they're abstaining from sex till they're married, or if they are married, they are being, uh, you know, having sex with their own spouse. And so, um, I give an example, someone in a relationship, like I said, that that one likes to really go to church and really try to live for Jesus and reading the Bible, doing what the Bible says. The other is kind of halfway living it and maybe going to church every now and then, maybe doing that. Um, not saying that you can't, you know, kind of halfway go to church and not live for Jesus, but it's just very hard for uh, those two individuals to really have a great relationship because uh, one is going to want to do one thing and the other is going to not really want to go to church. The other might, you know, let's just say hypothetically that one wants to go party all the time and the other uh, wants to just go to church events and maybe go hang out with their friends at Panera Bread, hang out mm-hmm. with people, something like that. You know what I mean? And so that could be that can be um, an unequally up relationship. But equally up relationship is when uh, let's say they're both they love serving, they both love going to church, they both love Christian music, uh, they both love to do things that Christians are doing, and they both are doing those uh, at the same pace or at the same speed. Mm-hmm. And that's not saying that they're not like they're like on the same exact level. But um, it's a lot easier for for them to kind of walk together. And Mm -hmm. that is when you are that from what I've gained or what I've learned is that that is when you are equally yoked. Mm. So that's what I think about that. That's my. That is that's really good. That's really good. I like that. I feel like another good analogy of like because I know you was given like a lot of analogies for like unequally yoked relationships. And Mm -hmm. one that popped in my head was like, you know, like um, a seesaw. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. we was in elementary school. You have one person that weighs a little bit more, and whenever you are like equal in weight, you can balance each other. You know, mm-hmm. but whenever one is like weighs a little bit more, then the balance is off. And I kind of look at that as unequally yoked relationships that the balance is off. You know, so it's like yeah, it yeah. doesn't mean that that person is beneath you. No, not at all. And it doesn't mean that that you know, like that person can still be a good person, but they're just not a person that you need to be with because you should be with someone that can balance you mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And someone who is not equally yoked with you, they can't do that yet. And it's, and also I feel like some people try to like wait on this person or train this person to get to where they are. And First and foremost, you can't wait because it's like, that's if they get there, you know, that's, I mean, especially if they don't have a desire for God right now, Mm. you don't, you don't know if they're going to get that desire and then you're going to constantly be growing stronger and stronger and stronger in Christ while that person is just still getting there. And it's okay if two people are in two different places spiritually, they could be your friend, you know what I'm saying? But to date is totally different because you need somebody that can really pour into you, someone who can really add to you and even challenge you spiritually. You know, like because me personally, I want my man to we can be on the same level spiritually or maybe he knows a little bit more or maybe not not know as much as I know. But as long as this man is in love with Jesus, pursuing Christ, doing his best to walk righteous and holy every single day. You know, like 
we can do this together and we can continue to strengthen each other in our walks. But if he's like, nah, like you said, Jerome, if he's like, nah, I don't want to read the Bible. Nah, it's it's raining too hard today. I don't want to go to church then. You ain't for me, cause <laughs> like, and the thing about it is like, and I wanted to ask you, like, have you ever dated somebody that you were not equally up with? And have yeah. you dated? Okay. I was gonna be petty when you when you was talking about the seesaw and say well, <laughs> a little heavier than and the person's lighter. <laughs> you gonna go fly it off that seesaw like you was back in. Uh, back in uh elementary school mm-hmm. you know you 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 hop on it or you get like i think it was some people oh no you go to the circus and they put like two or three people on there mm-hmm. and then they they make the person flip off like that's literally what that's, yeah that's literally, <laughs> <laughs> but you know like you said the balance i was just being petty but no i've been uh i've been in both positions uh yeah. i'll say unequally uh, relationships i've been the person that was behind pulling them back and then i was also the person that was uh, ahead and mm-hmm. trying to pull somebody forward. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, been in both positions. And so it, it was just, it was just, you know, I say both, both situations, uh, definitely being the one behind, I think was a lot more uh, damaging <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, and like confidence damaging to my confidence at that time. Mm-hmm. Cause I just kind of <laughs> like, I just like realized how, not ready I was and how prepared yeah. I was to take this step towards, you know, say marriage or just dating in general. And then, um, you know, just trying to hold on to that person. Yeah. <laughs> and just beg them to stay with me because I just wasn't, you know, I just wasn't ready spiritually. I just wasn't in mm-hmm. uh, a good position to be uh, in a relationship with that person. And then I was in that position uh, where I was ahead of somebody and they just weren't you know, like it, it was basically kind of the same analogy that I gave. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to go to church. You know, they go to church, but they, you know, they show up when they feel like it. You know, mm-hmm. they show up. You know, and they had, you know, they had some stuff going on, personal stuff going on. You know, I respected that. Um, but um, they, you know, they didn't really want to church. They were, I wasn't really growing spiritually from from the relationship. Yeah. You know, we was just chilling and hanging out, and you know. You know, watching Hulu, Netflix, not Netflix and chill, as the world says Netflix and chill, just to be clear. But, yeah. you know, we'd hang out, you know, we'd chill, watch Netflix, go to movies, go out to eat, go to nice restaurants, you know, the typical dating things. Mm-hmm. And it was great, you know, it was great. I took, you know, I treated her really well and had a lot of great moments, but uh, it just, I just didn't think that, I, I knew that um, that relationship wasn't pushing me closer to Christ in the way yeah. that I wanted to. Uh, or they weren't like encouraging me spiritually. And so it was just kind of like, I just kind of got to a point where, uh, and it wasn't even, it wasn't even just that. It was just the conflict resolution. It was just like the basic like relationship skills, uh, that were missing yeah. as well. So it wasn't even like, see, and that's, that's another thing. It's like conflict resolution. It's like a lot of, of those other, uh, skills that you need to have a relationship are also missing because that person is not, you know, say, for instance, going to church or they're not, you know, doing, you know, the things that they want to do. Like, I, I get used to ask them sermons and they're like, oh, you should be doing sermons. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, okay. I was like, dang, okay. I'll, I'll, all right, I'll slow down, you know. Yeah. And so uh, that just kind of, you know, that was a part of me. 
you know? And yeah. so that was a part of the way that I uh, showed that I care about spiritual walk. Now, what I realize is that the people that send you sermons and the, and the friends that send you send you books, those are good friends. You need to keep them around because yeah. they're, they're going to, they, they, they care about you, you know? Those are the people that really, truly care about you, the people that invite you to church. Mm-hmm. And there's some real friends. Definitely. And I remember um, in church, Pastor Brock, uh, you remember he was saying something about like your atmosphere, like surround yourself around the right atmosphere. Today? No, not today. I think it was last time or the time before last, something like that. Ooh. I think it was him. Remember the I, series? I, yeah, I, uh, I think so, okay. yeah. <laughs> okay. I remember hearing that somewhere. But the point I'm trying to make is when you are in a unequally yoked relationship, when you are in that atmosphere, it can sleek make you backtrack or backslide because mm-hmm. I've only been like, I've never, like I haven't been in a relationship in, in some years. However, the relationships that I were in the past, they were not equally yoked. So my next one for a fact, I know it's going to be that because I'm ready now for a husband, not just a boyfriend. But anyways, so, um, Mine has only been unequally yoked relationships, and I realized how it made me kind of backslide, you know, because they would tip me so much, whether it was with sex before marriage, whether it was with drinking or um, listening to certain things. And the thing about it is most people don't really think about this, but if you really like say you you love somebody or you really into a person, right, that can kind of get to you. That pillow talk or that little puppy sweet talk. That could mm-hmm. kind of like get to you. You're like, oh, maybe I can. Hmm, okay, we're going to be married someday, so might as well. Or, you know, like just stuff like that. And they will get in your head when you got feelings for somebody. They can get in your head. And you also, the thing about it is we are not strong every single day. We're not going to always be able to resist temptation on our own. Sometimes we might need a friend to like, uh-uh. You got this. You got this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like if I'm with somebody that isn't trying to challenge me spiritually, I might fall on my weekdays mm-hmm. with that person. For example, um, refraining from sex into marriage. We all know that, that was something that's probably something that was the hardest thing for a Christian to stop. So for me, anyway, I don't. But yeah. Um. So like, let's say. I'm in this unequally yoked relationship and I'm not doing anything until I'm married, but I'm, I I just started that journey. Right. So I'm still weak in it. And this person knows that I'm trying to wait, but he takes the first opportunity to try to, to try something when he sees that I'm weak. Like, but if you are with someone who is equally yoked with you, they're going to like, no, we, we need to wait. So if we, we need to maybe go in two separate rooms, let's go for a walk at the park. You know, like they're not, they're going to try to find a way out versus being like, all right, well, you ready to go? I'm ready to go. What's up? Like, they're going to try to help you. And that's why it's really important to be with someone who is equally yoked with you because they, they see things the same. They're Correct. on the same, the same way with you spiritually. But somebody that's not equally up with you, they still in the world. So for m- mm. most of them, most of them, like they still in the yeah. world. Now, some of them are kind of like I call it like baby Christians. Like you kind of like just in there and you still yeah. kind of like you got your feet in the water 
one feet in the water and one foot on the ground. So you're trying to like say like, dang, do I want to do I want to be righteous? Or do I want to still enjoy these worldly pleasures? So it's like mm-hmm. and nothing wrong with being there. But they if you are way up here on your walk, it's kind of skeptical to be with. I'm trying to I'm trying to make this sound right without like not like bashing somebody that's like, yeah, um, it just don't work. <laughs> yeah, it's just like because it's like for me, I know that I am very strong in my walk. And now if I know I can't date a dude that he is still struggling to yeah. wait to marriage because I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm strong in it. So regardless of what you say, I'm going to play no. But right. I don't want you coming to me and be like, okay, this and what about this? What about that? Can we do this? Can we do that? Because I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to be tired of hearing it. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think sometimes, too, what, um, what I learned is, like, even if somebody shows potential or whatever, you know, having, like, predetermined, like, uh, things that you have already set as red flags. And that mm-hmm. will avoid, help you avoid a lot of um, kind of unequally yoked relationships. Yeah. And so a lot of times, you know, you know, you kind of you can have some things that you do. You can do research on a person. Uh, somebody say, hey, you know, let me get your number. You can just go and do some research. You go on their social media account. They Facebook, <laughs> right. You, you know, you can do some research. And, like, their friends, like <laughs> what like what are they doing? <laughs> what are they living like? And their friends will tell you the truth. You know, they might like, you know, you see their mama. Their mama might take you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like. Like and then even even with um with like dating, like having some boundaries that will protect you, um, or just have your predetermined um, you know, boundaries, predetermined things that you kind of won't do. And the more you like and when you have those, you go you're easy to it's easier to go into situations and tell yourself, like, no matter what this person's doing, I'm gonna do this. And yeah. so it allows you to like um you know, you say, hey, I'll, if if I feel like this is a consistent pattern, I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like little little small, like seems like little small decisions and seems like um, things like that that might not make a difference. But they they make a difference like they, they make a big difference. Um, and also one thing, too, um, with being a relationship, an equilibrium relationship, I always think a relationship as an agreement mm-hmm. or like um, like we agreeing. And so, like, we're both basically agreeing that the other person is where they're at spiritually and you're where you're at spiritually. And mm-hmm. so when you get an unequally yoked relationship, you're saying that I agree with where that person is at. And when you're in that relationship, you say, I agree with her at. But I also even though you want them to grow, like you're still agreeing with where that person is at. And if they get there, you know, that's another that's still a part of that you guys agreeing to be in a relationship. Uh-huh. Like whether they get there or whether they're not there, that's an agreement. You're agreeing that what they're doing and their lifestyle is okay. Whether they live in a right lifestyle or they live in a, you know, whether it's a righteous lifestyle, or whether it's an unrighteous lifestyle, uh-huh. it is an agreement that what they're doing is okay. And so um, yeah. if you continue on in a relationship like that, you're saying what you're doing and the lifestyle you're living is okay. And so mm-hmm. if you you void that you can get out of that agreement by breaking up with them by realizing like this isn't okay and then therefore we are not in an agreement anymore. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 really good. Like that. And yeah. I feel like sometimes like if you're in an unequally yoked relationship, right? Say if they see that you're really spiritual or things like that, they may just try to do it for you, for you. Like they may just try to go to church and stuff for you. And then when they mad at you, they not going to church no more. They not reading that yeah. Bible no more. And it's like that's why you also have to watch it because you can be deceived very quickly. You know, right. you can you can be with this person. You're like, well, they said that they they want to go to church with me because I had that. I was dating somebody yeah. totally, totally unequally yoked. But, you know, in the beginning, he was like, yeah, I'll do it for you. Now, I, I'll read. Well, he was like, he read the Bible sometimes. Meanwhile, I ain't never seen him read it. I never even saw one in his room. I mean, I should have never been in his room, but whatever. So <laughs> I never saw one at his, at his house. That's another message for another day. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah, no judgment. But, no judgment. I'm just being silly. I know, I know, I know. But yeah, so uh, yeah, like I never saw him reading it. Never saw him going to church, anything. But he was just like, yeah, I'll read it with you if you want me to. And um. Yeah, little stuff like that. And I noticed one time we went out to eat. And uh, so before we ate, I I tried, I paused a little bit just to see if he was going to like pray first. And he was getting ready to like dive into his food or whatever. And I was like, okay, like, let's pray, let's pray. And I mean, he did it or whatever. Like, I prayed for it. But I can tell that he was doing it only because of me. Like, he wasn't going to originally pray over the food if I had not said anything. And yeah. it's like. That's really big to me, just prayer in general, you know, just always praying throughout, just always praying. So I just noticed that everything that he was doing was only to was only to make me think that that's where he was Mm -hmm. just so I could be with him. But in reality, he wasn't there. So that's why you have to watch it, because the enemy loves to take things that look good and deceive you. Like a person can say, yeah, you know, I'm going to do this for you. Oh, I, I read the Bible today. I read Joshua, you know, like what they're yeah. just doing it for to get closer to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I, I totally get I totally uh, I've totally been there uh, before. Um, and I will say like like that is, you know, it's hard to be in those relationships because <laughs> like, you see the potential. But I've always heard somebody say you don't bait, date, bait, date based off of potential. You date based nope. off of whether at now some people don't live up to their potential. They don't live up to their potential. And um, I think it was someone said, uh, you know, if if they are in a, you know, if you guys are in a equally relationship, that person gets better. You know, that person can get a lot better um, and they can evolve mm-hmm. um, and they are. You know, they evolved and hey, that's you know better for y'all. And yeah. so <laughs> uh and so that's that's also um one thing too with with uh this joke of this guy this girl said uh dating down. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like the I don't like to use it, but that's the only thing I could think of. Oh, she said in the chat? No, it was it was oh. it was uh, uh this Christian uh, uh comedian. She said oh. she made this whole like it's basically the joke. She made this whole video about what we're talking about. Oh, okay. And about her being in like these situations, um, like these these similar situations that you're talking about, mm-hmm. and being uh, like Leo. Uh, it was it was funny, but it was like some serious topics. Yeah. 
But yeah, she was like, one time I dated down, and she just like it went to this whole little spiel about how she dated down. It was really funny, but mm. it was kind of sad, but it was it was awesome. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, keep going. I'm sorry, I got off topic. No, you're good. So yeah, it's also like I kind of look at like I don't know if you guys ever had this for field day, but when I was a kid, uh, field day like we would have sometimes just. Well, no, I'm not going to say field day. For example, football practice, right? You know how, mm. like, you'll have this thing tied around you, and you have to run. You have to, like, yeah. pull it with you. Yeah. And if it's really heavy, it's hard to pull. So that is exactly what an unequal equally relationship is. You're trying to pull this heavy weight and get it yeah. to the finish line. And the finish line is Christ, you know? And yeah. that's, that's hard on a person. That's really hard on a person. It's going to drain you. That football player trying to run with that big old weight on his back to get to the other side of the field, mm-hmm. he's going to be burnt out by the time he yeah. gets up because he's pulling so much weight. It's not up to us to save somebody. It's up to us to plant seeds, you know, and, and God will water those seeds. But it's like you can't, if you're dating a person, they're not where you are spiritually. The, God has to change them. God has to test their hearts. It's no amount of scriptures and sermons that you can send to that person that will make them want to, like, you know, follow follow God or yeah. begin to dive deeper into it. I mean, you're gonna be you're gonna be planting seeds, I believe. Yeah, but yeah. for example, when I before I really came into Christ, you could send me the sermons all day and scriptures all day, but I wasn't there yet, so. I probably would have looked at it a little bit and then not looked at some of them. And, you, you know, I'm like, damn, they keep on sending me these all the time. Like, I, I probably would have dismissed it after so long. But that's that's because, like I said, I wasn't I wasn't there then. And mm-hmm. but God had to touch my heart. He he had to give me the desire to want him. So right. when you are dating someone who is not equally yoked with you spiritually, then you're pulling this heavy weight and you're going to drain yourself. You're going to drain yeah. yourself. You need to be charged up. You need to be energized so that you can be all that you need to be in Christ, pursuing your purpose, making disciples, walking in your, I said that already, walking in your purpose. Yeah. So leave that up to God to, to, to transform them and, you know, bring them to him. And it's okay to tell somebody, Hey, we just not on the same level spiritually i don't see you mm-hmm. any different you're not beneath me i just need a woman or a man who can balance me right you are not balancing me you are i feel like you are weighing me down like i can't mm-hmm. grow with you I, I mean i'm asking you questions about certain things you don't even know the question to it because you don't you've never read about in your life like yeah and especially if you <laughs> A woman. Is that what you told somebody that before? You said you never even read a Bible in your life? No, nah, I ain't say that. I ain't say that. Oh, okay. I was going to be like, <laughs> damn. I, 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 my feelings might be hurt. I never read a Bible in my life. But especially if you are like a woman, right? Look, yeah. dating a man. That man is the leader. I, you can't let no, I mean, it's, this is another thing. No man can truly lead your life if he is not grounded in Christ. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. because where are you getting your information from? Where right. Where are you getting your wisdom from? Mm-hmm. I have to submit to you and trust you to take us wherever we're going to be going. If you're not in prayer, reading your word, I can't I can't trust you to lead our lives. Yeah. 
And that's another thing about unequal love, unequally yoked relationships. Especially if you are a woman dating a man, if y'all you guys are unequally yoked, you may be you may get led down the wrong path and be submitting to a man who doesn't even know God or a man that's probably unknowingly worshiping Satan, like you know, like living in this world and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's 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 deep. It's really yeah. deep, and that's why you have to use that sermon when you are dating men and women. You have to use the sermon and look at them, look at their fruits. Like, yeah. Like, one thing I always, one thing I, uh, this guy um, that I knew from my last church, it's kind of my mentor. Uh, he was like, uh, you know, just pray that you know that it's clear, make it clear to us and those around us that we are supposed to be together. And mm-hmm. so, like, when you have somebody, like, you know, like, when you're in prayer, like, and all that stuff, like, you know, God can reveal it to you. God will, will, will reveal, you know, that this person is the, might not be the one through mm-hmm. family members, you know, through you guys or through somebody who, um, you know, somebody who's close to you. They're like, I don't know about that person. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And say, I don't really know, you know. And if that's if that, that's a good sign um, right there that. Um, that uh somebody might not be you know for you is somebody who knows you and knows that you know they see you and it and it might be from somebody who who not even uh uh really following jesus it might be somebody from that they're like i don't know if that's you know they might god can use anybody and so you know um that's that's another thing it's like being a community it's a lot of stuff like you said that you know that they're missing and you know you're following and worshiping devil like this just like there's key things that they don't know about. I mean, community, you know, conflict resolution, you know, prayer, uh, you know, like serving Jesus, reading your Bible. It's so yeah. many, so many things that they're not quite ready for. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you, you know, learn about these things and, you know, you grow and you get better and that person is ready for them, it's, it's a lot more peaceful. Um, mm-hmm. and you feel like a confidence, you know, knowing that, you know, I feel confident taking this next step and moving forward. And so definitely, uh, being, um, with someone who's, uh, or being that person who is, you know, like taking on the yoke of Christ. And one, one verse I had, I was thinking about when we talked about yoke was, uh, Matthew 11, 28 to 30, it says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so that's that's even, I don't know if that necessarily parallels with that other sermon, but when you are yoked together, the relationship is easier. Um oh. It might not be, it's easier and the problems are manageable versus yeah. problems that you guys can't manage that are unmanageable and that are hard to overcome. And so like, it's, it's a lot easier and it's a lot more peaceful and you go to bed, like <laughs> yeah. you go to bed, you wake up, you're like, this is the right one. This is, this is, this is a good relationship. Okay. It's a good friendship. And so, yeah. um, you know, versus the other way around, you're always, if you're at a point where you're sitting there every single night, 
or every single morning or every single week and you arrive at the same point that you don't want to be uh and you're questioning whether or not like you know you like this person or or vice versa like it's like that's, that's probably not gonna be a good relationship like if you arrive at the same place if you arrive at the same choice week after week after week yeah that's a good sign it's not you know that, that's good you know, this, this might be only for your relationship and it's not saying that you can't, you know, you can't, um, it can't become an equally up relationship, mm-hmm. but, um, those, they, those are far, rare, far and few. Like, I, I don't really see those happening often. Um, mm-hmm. so. That's good. I'm just going to add to it, you know. Yeah, go for it. It's like equally up relationships, they, they go more smooth, you know. And um, you'll have pe- anything that is sent by God. You have peace. You have peace. You have confirmation. And anything that is sent by the enemy it is confusing. It is um, chaotic. It's stressful. It's painful. Yeah. So if it is painful, harmful, is draining you, that person is unequally with you. If it is peaceful, is you feel happy, you feel joy. That person is equally yoke with you. Now, like Jerome said, yeah, you're not going to, it's not going to be peaches and creams every day. I mean, you guys will have disagreements, but when you two are equally yoked, right, you guys both know God. You guys both know Christ. So you know what, you know how to be gentle. You know how to be patient. You know how to speak to your significant other. So the conversations and discussions would go differently versus if that person is unequally yoked with you and they still um, battling with their anger, their words, you know, they don't have any type of patience. They don't have any type of um, gentleness in them. It's going to, you know, it's going to be off. It's going to be a little off. You're going to be cool-headed. They're going to be rah, rah, rah. So yeah. it's just, and you, especially with disagreement, you really need somebody that is going to be equal yoke with you, that's going to balance you because, if if it's just like trying to have fire and some freaking gasoline, like, you know, it's going to cause an even bigger fire. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, it does. It causes fires. And you you like when we talked about the yoke, the definition of what a yoke was and being a yoke, it was uh, it was, uh, you know, the two the two uh, I think it was bulls going together. Uh, when you go in in the circle, you know those bulls are wasting time. <laughs> you know, what I mean? you know, you know how you go somewhere, you say, "Dang, I wasted my time doing that." Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have went. You know what I mean? And so, like, it's the same thing with relationships. You're wasting even more time. You're like, yeah. dang, I wasted my time. You know, with them that whole like, eight, ten months or however long we was together. Mm. You was like, I could have, I could have been, <laughs> I could have been doing something else. You know, with my time, I could have been, you know. Doing, doing like, like what Paul was it? I think it was Peter or Paul. You know, he's like, I wish I was singles. I Me, mean, I could have been, I could have been catering. <laughs> I could have been feeding the homeless. This is, this is the most extreme example. I could have been feeding the homeless or something. You know what I mean? I could have been doing something a little more productive. But also, too, I think one thing is a lot of people. I, I don't want people to disregard is that although people get into these relationships and, and you go with these relationships, you do learn from these relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that. Every person, not every person, but a good majority of people are probably at some point have been in an unequally yoke relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
Um, definitely, if you've gotten one, if you are in one, just take that moment to like uh, just pray <laughs> and just pray that God let you learn from your experience. It's just that, that God, you know, prays that, you know, God graces you to, to not make those same mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always like to to recommend things that kind of help you to be um, kind of help you to, to avoid stuff. So, like, I always look at, like, you know, Mike Tyler relationship goes the obvious one. Um, I go to, I read this book called uh, Single Dating Engage mm-hmm. Marriage by Ben Stewart. Uh, really good uh, relationship um, book. Uh, I know Kingdom Single by Tony, Dr. Tony Evans really isn't necessarily about. Um, I, don't, I don't remember it to be about dating, but it is about being single uh, and enjoying singleness and taking care of yourself, which that is a big part of being a relationship because. You know, when you're dating somebody, you know, uh, they don't complete you. And so yeah. understanding that that you have to go into a relationship being whole, that also is, is a is a good sign of an unequal relationship when you feel like, you know, that person, they say, uh, oh, um, without you, I'm nothing or without you, I'm this, this or that without you, I'm you know, or I'm mess, I'm wrecked <laughs> yeah. or with you, yeah. I'm better or something like that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's like stuff where it's like codependent, I let me not use technical terms, stuff that's where it's like draining or with like <laughs> they have to be with you because you don't have to be with anybody. Like if you date somebody, it's not a requirement for you to date somebody. Like it's not a requirement for you to get married to anyone. Like mm-hmm. you're not required, but um, like if, you know, you do decide to do that. Um, I forgot where I was going with that point. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do decide to be with somebody, um, what did I say before that? I totally forgot. I do this a lot. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I'm, awesome. I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna help you out. I'm putting you away. Okay, so, um, yeah, so before I say anything else, like if anyone is still on here, um, definitely type in a chat, like if this is like helping you in any way, because I really want like. I really want to know. So definitely type in the chat, like, if you're getting anything from this, what do you like so far about this? So, yeah. But also, my point, one of the another points I want to make about unequally yoked relationships, like you said, you going around and around and around. It's kind of like a roundabout on the freeway. You know, when you get on, you have an option to keep going straight. Or you have an option to, you know, get back on it, where you can just keep going in a whole little circle. And that's kind of how it is with these unequally yoked relationships. We have a choice to be with this person and go in a circle, a circle of confusion, a circle of not getting anywhere, a circle of not growing. Or we have a choice to get off, to get out of their relationship and to get into something that is equally yoked where we begin to go into in, in a straight line. Because we are now, because when I'm with someone who is equally yoked with me, we are now in on the same wave. Mm-hmm. You know, we on the same path. We we agree. You know, we we see like it. Like I said earlier, we see things the same. So we're moving in the in the right direction. And even yeah. though we, we have different opinions on things, at the end of the day, our foundation is on the same person. So we will always be going in the same direction because if my foundation is on Christ, your foundation is on Christ, then He will always lead us in the same direction. 
which is to uh to paradise you feel me like to to a favorable place blessed just receiving so many great things and like you can never fail when you when you have your foundation on him but if I, my foundation is on him and my man foundation is not we're not going in the same direction and he gonna sleep try to pull me back unintentionally sometimes it could be intentionally you know intentionally whatever but so yeah that's pretty much what i wanted to say is like just um people if you are like in an unequally relationship right now i would say definitely pray about it you know because i'm not gonna tell you to just i'm not gonna tell you to do anything i'm gonna tell you to pray about everything (laughs) um definitely pray about it what you you know what you should do different things like that because um God wants you to be with someone who is equally yoked with you. I will say that. And um, once you pray about it, you pray for wisdom, direction, and discernment, he'll begin to lead you in the right direction. And let's say you end up getting out of this relationship. I don't care how long you are with this person. God will create someone for you, like someone who fits you, loves all of you. And you guys will be compatible, not only mentally, physically, but spiritually. And when you guys are connected spiritually, everything else can go out the window. Like, I mean, well, don't get me wrong. I know you still need physical attraction and all that. But when you can when you can connect to someone's spirit, it's it's something different. Like it's something that you can't just find in this world like that. So, um, yeah, no, I agree. I definitely agree. Um for sure, yeah. It just, it just is like I said, like we said, it's, it's a lot more peaceful. Um, you know, um, it's just like walking, you know, <laughs> walking down the road. You know, one person goes real fast, the other person goes real slow. Uh, mm-hmm. If you find yourself always having to pull that you know, weight, always wait, like always having to go back and pause and wait for them to catch up, it's just, it, it's it, frustrating. You would, yeah, you would be a lot further, you know, in your walk. If, you know, if you didn't have to wait for them to, you know, to catch up with you. That's good. Um, yeah. And so, like, if you just find yourself always waiting, always wait for them, somebody to catch up with you, then it's like, you're like, oh, dang, I got to wait. Not saying that I don't mind, you know, when I walk with people, <laughs> that I don't mind waiting. But just in life in general, like, yeah. it's just, that's just kind of how, you know, how, how you see that. And, and so, um, and, and it's not even just dating. Like it's, it's friendships, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, people you meet on a daily basis. Um, yeah. you know, it's like the people that you walk with, um, those can be unequal yoke relationships. Um, oh, like that those is can good. be, yeah, those can be unequal yoke relationships too, as well, because, um, those are probably people that you're actually going to probably spend more time with prior to even dating or getting married married um and those relationships uh also kind of influence you and so um one thing i i didn't really share is i forgot is uh like you know that that term like <laughs> show me who your friends are show you who you want to be <laughs> and that that's uh, that's important like that's also important as well because um you know just really just have to think about like like having people around, like I know I have friends that, um, you know, they all, you know, we all desire to eat healthy, you know, eat right. And, you know, they are actually, you know, trying 
you know, to eat healthy and live right. So it, it encourages me to do that as well. Yeah. And so having that person or people around you that that are doing, you know, kind of the kind of the things that you want to do, or you know, they're not doing the things that you want to do, but they're going, you know, in a, in a great positive, you know, Christian direction. Like it's it's encouraging to you, and yeah. it, it eventually, you know, you're gonna want to catch up. But you don't want to be the friend that's, you know, behind everybody trying to catch up. And so, yeah. just being in that 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 type of friendship, you know, is awesome for you as well. Yeah. That's good. And I definitely want to just say something real quick about friendships, unequally yoked friendships, because that is a part that is like a relationship, a type of relationship. Yeah, um, I currently I have friends that um um I still in the world, you know, like you know, you got your worldly friends and then you got like Christian friends, like but me, I I know that I am unequally up with them. I feel it. I'm not yeah. I don't think the same, I don't want to do the same things, like and I just wanna to speak to everybody who have these friendships, right? They are you guys are in different different spaces. Like, I feel like the only reason to cut those type of people off is if they don't res- if they don't respect where you are. If they're mm-hmm. trying to make you backslide all the time, yeah. you need to let them go. But if they respect who you are, they respect your walk, even if they're not there, but they respect that you are, and they they're like, no, nah, she don't do that. Christina, nah, she she don't be smoking, nah, she don't be having sex. Don't don't bring this to her. She don't be doing that. If they can respect you, then yeah, you could be friends. But of course, use discernment. Like you might can't go certain places that, that they be going to. For example, with me, I have a balance with them. So I don't if they like getting drunk and stuff, I'm not doing that. You know, mm-hmm. like I might not even like be around. Like you know what I'm saying. So it's like. Yeah. yeah, I'll catch y'all with y'all later. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's like if they go into yeah. places that I don't want to go to, I'm not going to go. And I'll I take it another I'm, level. Yeah, I'm like, I don't care how you feel about it. If you my yeah, friend. I'll take it another level. I feel like also, too, I agree with that. But also, if, you know, you're in those relationships and they are influencing you, you feel like you're being easily influenced. Um, those are also missions that you need to be careful about because, um, I mean, yeah, you know, we're called to be the light, you know what I mean? And not be, you know, like give it to darkness and, yeah. to, you know, be influenced and have our mind renewed daily. And so, um, like if you're in relationships and, you know, they're talking about going to the club all the time and <laughs> you just get to the point where you just can't <laughs> like they, they always want to go to the club and you always you like, I don't want to go to the club, but I always find myself at the club with my friends. And I always find, you know, myself, you know, doing what they're doing. That's mm. probably not a good relationship because I feel like too, um, you know, like I, I don't think that. I mean, I think like those relationships that you were talking about, I think you came out at an arm's length distance. Um, but I also feel like too, like if they're influencing you, then I think that's probably, I would yeah. think that would be more of a relationship that you definitely don't need to you no, know, yeah. uh, alert alerted to possibly remove yourself from if, yeah uh, that's true continues well, on yeah and the guy like when he removes people he always replaces over right. the summer 
last year, um, I was praying for um, Christian friends. I was praying for Christian friends because all I had was to steal these worldly friends. Mm. So um, I ended up finding it. I was going to say, you found us. I was about to say, I was waiting to hear what you said. I found y'all, yes. So it's just like I was super, super happy because I knew that I was growing in a different direction. But, but yeah, and I knew that I knew that one day we wasn't going to be as close as we were in the past because of where I'm going. So I was like, God, I need different friends to understand who I am, who I can talk to about different things, who can, who I can pray with, in my Bible with, whatever, whatever. And I ended up finding it. So just know once you begin to like move the people out of your life, he will move you with him. And don't try to fight it. Regardless if it's a boyfriend, girlfriend, or best friend, homeboy, if God is like trying to get them out of your life, let them go. Mm-hmm. Don't try to fight it. Just let it happen. And be like, you know, allow like new people to come in and they will be better. Like improve. Because I mean, sometimes, sometimes, like, you know, like, Jerome, where is you doing, sweetheart? You doing a lot of movement. We can hear you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm almost, I, when I talk to people, I walk around. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, when you walk, when you, um, when you're in a relationship, it's hard to break away. You know what I mean? And, 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 and sometimes you, you might not want to break away. You know, you, you might like, you know, that relationship. You know, there might be something that they ask you. Something they might be like, something that they might, you know, you might be benefiting from. You know, there might be something like, ah, uh, you know, like this is real example probably. Like, ah, uh, you know, my boyfriend or my girlfriend, you know, they take me out to eat, or you know, they pay for the bills, and I really ain't got money like that. So like, you know, it's just helpful. This is helpful for my life. You know what I mean? It's like little examples like this, examples like that. It kind of make sometimes like. You know those relationships like hard to break away from, um, and and so like it's just sometimes like you might not want to break away from them, you know. And, and so that that's also a reality. It's like you know you, you might not want to break away from them. You know you might get to <laughs> you might get you might have realized like four months in that this isn't the right relationship, and it might take you. Some people it takes you know a day to to move on. Some people take a week or a month. <laughs> To move on, and so like, like sometimes that happens to people, and sometimes that you know people get in those relationships and they're like, oh wow, I really don't really want to leave this relationship, but sometimes it just takes that like you know that decision, yeah. just like you got to make that like at some point you have to make that decision to say, yeah. like, although I do want to do this, I want better for my life, mm-hmm. um, and so sometimes like like that's that's you know a part of. Um, like leaving is, you know, sometimes like you want to go out with your friends, but it's like, but you know that, you know, when you do that, you know, you don't like who you are or you become or how you act. Um, yeah. And so. That's good. Yeah. So like pretty much to like sum up everything that Jerome and I are saying is just like with these unequally yoked relationships, they can make you backslide. They can hold you back and they're not going to help you to grow spiritually versus the ones that are um, equally yoked with you they will help you grow spiritually they will challenge you spiritually they will 
um, balance you and, and strengthen you in the area that you are weak. And they won't hold you back, but they're going to help you to push further and further and further in life. Um, and before I get ready to close out everything, just trying to see if anyone has any questions. If so, you can like type it in the chat and, you know, Jerome and I can like try to answer them real quick. But if not, that is cool. But I'm just going to see if you guys have questions. Yeah. Shout out to my friends that came on. Um, yes, Asha, thank you so much. I'll see you. Uh, and whoever else is on here. Um, is your friend, Daisha? Uh, like, I can't say her first. Daisha. Daisha, I'm sorry. Yeah, she's a and then the site said. Okay. That's your friend? Yeah, that's my friend. She she's to, pretty. Uh, I noticed. I was like, oh, she's so she's cute. She goes to uh, <laughs> Bethel Brentwood. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys for coming on here. Let's see. I don't think I'm, I'm gonna see if they got any because they like me. Sometimes I type a little slow. <laughs> it depends. If I gotta say a lot, I will. It'll take me a little minute because, like, sometimes I be typing too fast and I mess up my words. I'm like, God, thank it. I have to go back yeah. and try to fix it. And we might have, you know, we might have gave enough information for them to be. Like, oh, I know, oh, right? We don't really, we don't really need, we don't really gotta ask questions, you know, because y'all covered it all. You know, oh yeah, okay, me. boss me. That's, that's, that's me, uh, you know, talking to my students. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have any questions because, you know, I answered everything for you, and y'all can get an A on this test. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's yeah, well, okay, yeah, I mean, I pretty much got everything. Um, so yeah, Jerome, just thank you for you know taking out the time of your busy day to get on this podcast. Yeah, no problem. No and people um that are on here, thank you again for so much for listening. Also, this podcast is recorded, um, so therefore you'll be able to like listen to it again. Um, the link will be on my Instagram page. If you're not following me, you can follow me at she's infinite two underscores. And then if you just go to my link tree, you'll find like my podcast. So, yeah. Also, yes, for people who love to read books, I have a book that will be out uh, the first weekend of February. It's called Happy and Single. So, yeah, so it's basically a book that um, helps individuals master singleness. I talk about different things that prevents you from being happy with your singleness, such as soul ties or mommy issues, daddy issues, toxic relationships. Um, lots of lots of good stuff like that. So, yeah, it's definitely a good book, and it's Christian based. So everything is um giving God that glory, and yeah. So I think it's gonna be good, and it's really it's super super real. Like I am so transparent. I'm so funny. Like you really see my personality in the book. Like <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Well, sounds good. Congrats to you writing the book. You got a, a YouTube show, YouTube channel. You got a, a podcast, yes. a blog. You still do your blog, right? No, I I um I transitioned that into podcasting. Oh, that's smart. That's oh. smart. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, but I'm doing that. So yeah, but thank well, you. I appreciate you um, bringing me on. This is a great conversation. Um, I hope you know everybody. I pray that everybody who listened to it is blessed uh, by the information. Uh, and look forward to hopefully <laughs> coming back again. So definitely trying to get more on more podcasts here soon in my life. So 
Yes, yes, I got you. I got you. Well, yeah. So thank you again, Jerome. Thank you again, everybody who attended and listened. So everybody have a good night. All right. Good night. Good night. Bye.